0: Welcome to the Games Reveal Podcast, brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. And I'm Tyson. And I'm Shagwa. And we're back, and we're bringing a little bit different of a podcast this time. For the most part, same format, but we're going to be trying something new, something in the future. No
1: jokes. No jokes at all. <laughs> it's going to be very straightforward. <laughs> going to be Stop dry. laughing. James ruined it already. I he laughed. I was laughing at myself. <sighs>
0: <laughs> that's, oh that's
2: all I had to say about that I, you know, I've said everything I need to say we're, c- we're,
1: we're, we're cutting out that that fucking place no, no, that's going
2: to be awesome I you totally just,
0: can... just witness us staring at each other for a second just imagine that I apologize to all of you but it, it was an intentional silence on my part <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know if any of you have ever been
1: awarded uh, X amount of minutes of uh, uninterrupted eye contact uh, but if you got that as a reward from me you can, you wouldn't regret it. Let's
2: just say that. <laughs> I've looked into those beautiful baby browns. And they don't blink.
1: I'll stare intently into your eyes all day long. That's something one of you could win. Maybe we'll have a
0: contest. That's what I'm going to do the rest of the time. I'm not talking now. You guys are, you guys are good, right? My, w- my wife's literally just like, I'll kill anyone that wins that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are covering Cyberpunk. Which has not been released yet, and we have not done this before, but we figured we'd mix it up a little bit. Where we're... I'm really excited. Tyson is, was excited. It's less excited. Chris is the most excited out of all of us. It's I, like I previously
2: excited. was actually very unsure about this game. I knew it had huge potential, but th- that's kind of why I was hesitant. A lot of games that have huge potential, like they, they can drop the ball in a major way.
1: Uh, what game has that ever happened to? You try, you try and say, you try and say, you try and say, Destiny. You try like and that? even, you try and even say the order eighteen eighty six. You even try and bring up uh, No Man's Sky. Don't even bring that in here because no game has ever failed. They delivered on
2: every promise they yes. ever made. Games have <laughs> always
0: been great. The bigger the game, the more the promise uh, um, that you're gonna have to fulfill. And it's this is one of those games I'm still actually concerned. Like, but if there's one company that could really hit the nail or the hammer on the nail, whatever that phrase is, CD project red is going to do it. You mm. know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a reason there's been all these delays that's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, it's cause they're polish. A delay is not a bad thing. This is one of those games too. It's so ambitious that there has to be. Um, and because they're shortening their, their delays, that's a good sign in my opinion, where if they were about the same amount or lengthening the delays, then there's something major wrong.
1: Because it's been, I mean, originally it was, what, April, right? It was scheduled to release, yeah. and then it's had a few pushbacks. So that's, we're getting close to a year of delays. Nothing compared to the years of delays that we saw with The Order 1886. Yes, I'm bringing it back up. Wait, uh, was that, that was delayed terrible. that many times? I yeah. didn't realize it was
0: delayed. Oh, yeah, it was delayed. It was, delayed <laughs> quite it was a probably bit. rewritten a few times then, because... Well,
1: that's why we just got an on-rails uh, cinematic trailer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because uh, it just got uh, edited and cut, and then they're like, well, we got to... We got we to gotta give them something.
2: Hey, but maybe we shouldn't be too critical because who knows if that was like the con- conceptual basis for PT. Like, oh, we could have a, a, <laughs> a trailer on rails, but let them play it. But it could still be a trailer. <laughs> maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe. All I'm saying in that situation is they delayed for a very long time and look at what we got there. Uh, I feel like we're not gonna. That's well, not gonna be the same situation with yeah. CD Projekt Red. We're gonna get Duke Nukem something good. Is a good and example.
0: It, it wasn't delayed that long, realistically. Duke Nukem was like Foreverware kind of stuff, <laughs> and it took forever for them. And then finally, a company picked him up, and it just ended up not being good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, I, it I never was played worth, it. It was worth the red box. Let's just say that I want to play it, but I've never played. I've never. We'll see. I'll get around to it. I think one day
2: yeah and you might have fun with it because i i think that you you're very open to just a romp like a good time yeah, in a game I, am. I i'm always i mean I, occasionally i'm up for a romp but usually i'm like move me affect me i want to be impacted by what you're telling me here depends on the mood i'm in
0: i like i like most games it just depends on what mood what time i have if i have a limited amount of time then i'm gonna be actually fairly critical if i have to sp- spend a little bit of amount of time that i have on that yeah but,
1: that's definitely not a game i would uh <laughs> I would play if I only had limited amount of times for games. Well, let's be maybe leisurely later. a
2: little bit more these days. Games are like <laughs> oh, whiskey. It, play, play the game you want the way you want to play it. Like, don't let any, any, uh, a hole that thinks that they know what they're talking about and they're being pretentious. It's like there's, there's game types for everyone and you play the ones you like, don't play the ones you don't. But um, there is an advantage to being open-minded, and actually James has been a huge influence on that for me. I, there's a lot of games I probably would have never played had I not been around James and his suggestions.
1: Yeah, he's been very influential for me on that point of making me close-minded because he's wrong. Yeah, Tyson's <laughs> almost made me open-minded. take my
2: PlayStation and break it at a, like a gaming convention because there's a game that looks like another game. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I'll break my PlayStation when I get home.
0: <laughs> ah, I'm just going to enjoy all the games. You guys can break what you want,
2: and yeah. I'll enjoy my life. Be like,
0: these games are fun. But I will I will say <laughs> this.
2: Based on our research, um, I really don't think that we have to worry about any of what we mentioned prior to this. No. I think we're in good hands, and it is looking like it's going to—it kind of looks like it's going to be a huge hit. This game, and, yeah. and not just from the hype. Like, I think they're going to deliver on the hype.
0: Well, and you want to know why? has a little bit of something to do with my briefing. <laughs> Where— I bet this is
1: a hundred, everyone listening
0: to and, it. And what is that briefing,
1: it, James? It, it's, Get it's, your it's, briefing in there before we're deep in conversation, James. I, I know.
0: <laughs> this is... Uh, I was going to bring it up at one point anyways. Bring uh, it up at the end. Uh, oh, no. yeah. To,
1: to, to play us out, the briefing... No, <laughs> the briefing is really...
0: I've been pl- going off more of fun, and it's a little disheveled, but but you essentially choose your favorite form of Geralt of Night City and your favorite horse. <laughs> Howard Car Roach and right into a troubled world where you will most likely have to save Siri again, mm-hmm. according to some rumors. <laughs> so which, that, and then, oof. essentially, uh, the game is Cyberpunk, which is a genre of sci-fi and usually, or sub-genre that is, and is usually it covers like drugs, sex, corporations, um, a low and high-end tech, and how it affects society and humanity. And it's and that's all this. That's what Cyberpunk really is. Is you just get to see maybe even a, like a branch of what the eighties would have been mm-hmm. if we would have kept on going a certain route.
2: One of the things that makes cyberpunk style stories cool in general is that it tends to address like the evolution of ethics and how like as society changes and technology changes and the world around us changes. So do our ethics and our morals. And mm-hmm. uh, really like, I don't know if I've, I mean, I'm pretty limited on those cause I, I'm not super uh, into sci-fi stuff, but if it's good, it's good. But all the ones I've seen, like, they touch on that in some form or another. And it's, it's a fun thing because people tend to stay away from topics like that. But I, I think it's important to address them, and I find it fascinating. I think you said that wrong. Maybe. You meant to say s- you're not super ethical. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> there he will be a new order after variety. this podcast. I'm, a, I'm uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, getting into the game, uh, we watched a ton of trailers, a ton of videos on everything. But the number one thing that, um, we were going to do this anyways, but it gave us even more of a chance to talk about it, and that is that they delayed it again. After de- And we just talked about delays a little bit, but they delayed it until December 10th, um, which if you're listening to this, it's probably in a couple of weeks, because we're, we're about a week ahead on our podcast, and I'm not mad. Are any of you guys mad about the delay? No. no.
2: After the wait for Final Fantasy VII remake, man, it's hard to re- really get mad at delays these days. Yeah, Like well, I
1: said, I waited years for the order, so a couple, couple months for
0: this is not a big deal. Yeah. No, well, and I agree with that. And that's what makes it so surprising that there's other people that are so upset that they're doing, they're, this, in today's world, death threats, if you do anything in the world today, you're going to get a death threat at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wake up, and I get a death threat from my family.
2: Our first yep. comment on our podcast was a death threat.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> save, save, save save a seal from a soda ring six pack uh, plastic thing, and then you get a death threat from the guy that put it on that seal's neck, trying to kill it. So
0: <laughs> oh don't my ask. Gosh. You
1: Just can't do anything these days. Uh,
0: but yeah, no, it's just crazy that like a delay warrants a death threat. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's honestly
1: it's crazy that it's death threats. Like I understand like angry emails. Hell, everyone gets angry emails, but death threats like this is not worth a human life
2: and not okay. especially if you don't know how to communicate. Like if you are being just joking to mock the culture of that, it's a little harder to to send that sarcasm through text. So I I like (laughs) death threats in general, just probably not a good idea. And honestly, like, how do you think that reflects on you, the person delivering it? Like you want to get mad at a corporation because they're they're not making you happy. It's like. You should consider how making death threats to people, like how that impacts people. You think that, like, do we get to make death threats against you because you, you're annoying on the internet?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, um, you got to put a JK on that, the end of that message, if you're going to be doing death threats.
1: God damn it. Now I forget. I don't remember what I was gonna You
0: talk. didn't know anyway, so I was going to continue talking. <laughs> What is it? What were you going to talk about?
2: I don't remember.
0: It's all good, my dude. <laughs> so, oh, uh, that's what it was.
1: I remember. So that brings me to this point that I t- <laughs> conversated earlier to you guys. Uh, everyone playing or listening to this should go play Ghost of Tsushima, which I lovingly call and endearingly call Ghost of Tsunami, which is how it will be pronounced from here on out. Like with that education, yeah, so bad. Uh, but with that, with that, it literally is samurais controlling their emotions. Uh, I think we need a little bit more of that throughout the world. Is people learning how to control their GD emotions and make rational decisions based on logic. Which is something I'm working on in my life.
2: That second part is a, a big ask for me. <laughs> I'm working on the other logic. side. I'm too logical. I'm trying to be more
0: empathetic. Mm. But anyway, no. but anyway, no. I, I,
1: I I detract a little bit. But realistically, go play that game and learn how the samurai uh, controls.
0: That's a that's a good game. We're going to be covering that in the fu-
2: near future, too. Yeah. And the, and the last thing I'll say on this subject is I do think something that's important is how the developers address when there are delays. And thank goodness, CD Projekt Red they're very open about stuff and they also, I believe them when they communicate, Hey, it's delayed because we want to give you the best product. Oh yeah. So.
0: Well, anytime, like it's, it should be justified most of the time that, that there's a, uh, a delay, but it's how long the delay is. If it's a past a year delay, there's something majorly wrong with the game. Well, maybe this is a really big Easter egg.
1: Maybe because this is based off of a tabletop game, maybe that tabletop game was delayed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was delayed for nine months mm-hmm. you got to keep that keep that lore like as, as fresh as you can keep it <laughs> well I, I see one of the things that was mentioned here that i actually didn't know is that um apparently they lost billions because of this delay oh yeah what's that all about <laughs> i really
0: it's just because they delayed it they lost um billions i think in stock and the thing is uh the, the app I used to buy stocks. I was going to buy stock right away, because I'm like, Cyberpunk's going to be released. Their stock's going to go by 50%. So if you can buy stock, cyberpunk's or uh, not Cyberpunk stock, but uh, CD, CD Projekt Red, do it right now. Mm-hmm. That's my recommendation. Do not sue me if it goes wrong, but that's my recommendation on that.
2: All right. So one of the things that I found really fascinating about this, I, I kind of knew it a little bit beforehand, but it's still been fairly recent, is that this game is based on like a tabletop D&D style Um, RPG. And so I decided to look into that because I play a little D&D myself. I think these two are aware of it. I don't believe you guys have played or played much of it at all. Um, So I thought I'd dig into that because I know a bit about it. But it's created by a guy named Mike Pondsmith and it was created in 1988. So it's actually a pretty old concept. And dude, one of the things that blew my mind is the original game actually took place in 2013. So as it, like it's kind of funny because 2013 for us did not pan out the way it did in in that tabletop game. We didn't quite have those implants and stuff just yet, but uh
0: flying cars
1: are right around the
2: corner.
0: I feel like the '80s always tried to predict something just uh, just right around the
1: there, there river is, bend.
0: There is a song called "Where's My."
1: Effing jetpacks. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're kind of in there. Ah, Ray well, Bradbury. Ray Bradbury thought we'd be on Mars already. So. Yeah. Well, in the eighties, mm. they
2: ve- they were very forward looking in just their media in general. Like that was kind of the pop culture of that era, yeah, the
1: sci fi era.
2: So he had a couple core tenets that I read about when he designed this game, and they're really interesting because it's a it's really a step in a different direction from other. Uh, they call them systems. If usually, if you're talking about other game systems like Pathfinder and stuff, but he said style over substance, which means. Worry less about whether or not you're going to succeed or fail. Worry way more about how you're going to look succeeding or failing. If you're going to fail, fail in spectacular fashion. Um, the second tenet was the attitude is everything. And kind of the way that um, one of the places I was researching, I think it was a video I watched, and I, I should have written the name down so I could give the guy credit, but he said something along the lines of like, if you think you're a loser, you're a loser. If you think you're um, an alpha, you're going to be an alpha. So that's kind of like how this, in in this world, how you carry yourself has a huge impact on how you will be treated. And then the last tenet was live on the edge. And what that means is, and as a game rule, I actually really like this. When you really break down what it means, it means if if there's an opportunity, do not be the guy that misses out on it. And what that translates to in the tabletop game is move forward, make decisions. And if you get stuck, do something because uh, you can go back to that first tenant, which is it's okay to fail. Just do it awesomely. So I, I really liked the game design and thought it was really cool. And then the just the last thing I'll bring up as far as the game, because I wasn't able to get in as deep as I'd like, was um, apparently a good hunk of why the world is in the state it's in is based off of what are called the corporate wars. And Cyberpunk 2077 takes place after the fourth one. And I think they ended in like the 2020 era, somewhere around there. Um, so this is well after the fourth corporate war. And it's just, a, to me, that's a really interesting space to start to create your stories in. You you have corporations using military weaponry to resolve, like, yeah. company disputes. It's just fascinating.
0: It's it's also, I find a, a common trope in some of the cyberpunk and sci-fis to have those corporate ro- uh, wars in there, which is always kind of cool. I always I always like the concept of that. But at the same time, never want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so with the cor- is, is that Corporate Wars, are those kind of from, uh, just a quick question on this, mm-hmm. uh, is that from the board game? Does that reference it, or is yeah, that well, more from the books? it's kind
2: of the settings that the, it's, well, the, it's interesting, because there's books, but there's all, there's books in the tabletop game as well that establish your world. So it's, it's from both.
0: No, th- and that's, yeah, those wars is what essentially uh, forms the world, right? Like what you're living in. Is essentially the aftermath of corporation one corporation winning. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. or at least yeah. they resolved their issues. Well, like enough. as an
2: example, the first corporate war was over ownership of an airline. So it was it was two airline industries vying for control of another one, and they resorted to war <laughs> to to, to, <laughs> yeah. dis- to settle the dispute.
0: It's just private armies, you know, having to been able to have a uh, military tech. Um, and they they talk about this in the in the game and in, in the videos that we watched, how they have military tech and stuff like that, and how they can track you based on it.
1: It sounds like it's very much uh, dictated and manipulated by the current victor <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. who's, who's winning right now? All right it looks like we're uh, going to martial law
0: <laughs> well that's and that's one of the things that makes cyberpunk so fun is is the world the, the way the world's structured, where there is that very corporatized where in today's world for us, corporations seem evil to a lot of people, but it's very gray than it, than you'd really think like it's, it's gray. People are gray. The world is a gray area in cyberpunk. It goes a little bit more defined. It has gray, yeah, but you can tell are. that the corporations are really out for their, uh, what they want. Everyone's out for what they want though. And it, so it's better defined and you can tell. So when you talk to them, you know kind of what their agenda is. It's, to make their corporation better. They're just an organized gang that's just looks more fancy.
2: And and are so successful that basically nations exist, but not necessarily as powers. <laughs> it's more like yeah. just ge- geological <laughs>
0: locations. Yeah. That's how Outer Worlds is a little bit too, where um, it's a bunch of corporations that went to another planetary system and then set up mining operations and all that stuff to bring resources back to Earth so they can make money, but their government's there too.
2: Isn't that kind of how Dune is? I don't know a lot about Dune, but that kind of sounds like the premise of that as well. Because they're a, all they're all fighting for control
0: of spice, right? That is that is the premise of Dune is that they're fighting for control mm-hmm. of spice. Uh, beyond that, I oh, I, I don't know that, if it's a, I thought that was the UK fighting for spice. I mean, that was <laughs> it's probably where Dune got its inspiration from. <laughs> uh, but no, the the world is very bright, vibrant. The people are very bright, vibrant, dark. Where well, the world has a less darkness to it at least so far in the videos we've seen the people really just added darkness to everything and i think that's where they get their uh because it is a very dark game in a mm-hmm. lot of ways like one of the first gameplays i saw was you running th- um doing a mission or you know the player who was playing on the, the video going through the mission there's some chick just dead in the bathtub naked with like her chip malfunction or something like that i don't i don't know exactly what happened. And it wasn't waterproofed. She dunked her ran. head, got
2: electrocuted. Yeah, exactly. She and didn't get the aqua mod.
0: And it's just crazy that, um, because that's got, pretty dark. That's pretty dark, you yeah. know, going through it. And then honestly, it's probably just training day
1: recreated in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. She just wasn't lucky like Ethan Hawk was. <laughs>
2: You know what? Are you, I feel like you guys are looking this, at this like it's a glass half empty. Okay, let's get a little positivity in here.
1: Yeah, how many <laughs> upgrades could you have scavenged off that body? Probably a ton. So, you know, half gla- ass, half full.
2: Glass half full. Ass
1: half full. Ass full of and shit. We, we go full. to a
2: commercial now because Tyson just had a stroke. And <laughs> had a stroke,
1: yeah. I'm getting real tongue twisted. I need to do that
0: pickle pipe pur- 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 thing. See? Couldn't even do that. Okay, so what I like... So this world... I've been playing cyberpunk type of games for a while. I mm-hmm. like the premise. Um, I haven't played anything that's like... This is as literal as I think as you're going to get out on a cyberpunk game. Because it follows the games... Or the books. It follows the bo- the the t- um, board game. But one of the other games I've played for a while. It's been out since about 90... Probably 99. That's um, in Persia. No, or maybe it's 2000. Deus Ex. That series. They mm-hmm. have about... <laughs> They got a lot. There's yeah, a lot there's like of uh, entries three in the franchise or 4 DSX. And let's see, there's two, I know for for sure there's two original um that are very related and then there's two that came out in the two, like, 2010s mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they're drastically different games. Like you guys would like the newer ones better and they're more corporatized. Um the original one, well, and the other ones I guess are have more of a corporation because they really hit the corporations hard in that game. Um, they don't have the concept as much of what we're seeing in here. Cause the corporations are the ones that control all the augmentations. That's the biggest premise of that in the um, third and, and fourth one is the augmentations So how you augment your guy. He has, um, you know, I think he has the hook out of that arm stuff oh, like oh, that. Yeah, like yeah, those like some, arms yeah, some that. really cool stuff. And those games are really fun. Like Deus ex games are very thought provoking. Cause it also has the ghost in the, in the machine kind of mm-hmm. concept where, His conscience, was essentially, if he lost his body, I believe, like, his conscience was uploaded somewhere else. And that's one of the premises of of one of the games is essentially um, finding the original guy, which was in Deus Ex 1 and 2. Um, And I can't remember how the—I don't—yeah, you're not really related to that in the third and fourth one. They go off a different route, but essentially— I believe it has kind of a God in the Machines effect because of that original guy and how powerful he was and got, I believe, uploaded. I could be getting that wrong, that part wrong, but I just, that mm-hmm. does have those concepts in it. And I'm wondering how Cyberpunk's going to relate to that, if they're going to go, um, if people's conscience can be uploaded to a system, I'd assume so with how heavily modified everything is, or do you have to have, and we've talked about this subject a couple times before, like uploading your brain, stuff like that, but do you have to have a meat brain or can you have a uh, you know a, a computer ship brain does it matter in this game we'll we'll, we'll find out but um, I will say just based off of speculation of what
1: I've seen I think you have to have your I think you have to have a meat brain because yeah. even the the maelstroms the guy with those sunken in like their whole eyes are removed but it's mm-hmm. like to a back portion so it's like if, if they were really going to remove at least that, why wouldn't they just convert the, the mushy brain to a microchip at that point and install, like, grenade launchers in the back part of the crane? Yeah. It's like emergency grenade. I agree.
2: Boom. Yeah, there's a lot there to pick apart, but there's also a lot that actually kind of is accounted for, even in kind of what's come out already. Like, what that group that you talked about, Maelstrom, uh, think that's what they they pride themselves as being Borgs, which is one of the types of people that get uh, implants can be, and they really pride themselves on showing off their their cybernetic implants and stuff so it's it's i maelstrom the reason his eyes and stuff are like that is like that's he wants you to see like what he has and what he's done to himself I'm and just, it adds to his intimidating presence i love especially yeah. the cosplay they did a cosplay oh, contest yeah. and that guy crushed it that yeah guy
0: freaking nailed it They're, they all killed it mm-hmm. I, i'm glad i'm not judging that contest <laughs> i heard about that contest so i was like i bet i could
1: do something pretty kid and, and then i looked at who won and i was like oh my no. god oh. i was
2: very pleased to find out that those were like like makeup studios and, yeah. and costume making studios i was like good because if someone's doing that out of their basement they need to be a millionaire wait now. those
1: were studios that entered some that of them there, there were those sure some that. of them
2: there were a few that were independent, but a couple of them were, were people that had teams that could I think, work for him. I,
0: I think some of those guys go into it professionally, too. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think, Once you well, go down the professional route, you want to be I think, winning. I think
2: there needs to be stipulations. One,
1: I always win, at least one of spots. Two, you can't be better than me, because then how would I win? So
2: Yeah, and then three, I'm good, you're bad.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to cheat, but I'm going to have very rule that's specific come out is, rules
0: that make me win. Tyson can't enter any contest.
1: Yeah, well, It's just like no Tysons allowed. This is Tyson ball, you know. Whatever happens, I always win because I make <laughs> so the rules. So you can't play. The good <laughs> news is
2: we get to do our own version of cosplaying, though, with the character creation, which is in-depth, and they've been saying that for a while, but they finally kind of came out with more information. It's different than you'd expect. Um, a lot of it is preset features, but they do emphasize that there are a lot of options, and within those preset features, there's still a lot that can be customized and adjusted uh, to the point where, like, you can... There's several options for pupils. You can change the color of earrings if you choose to have earrings. You can position, place your tattoos, change colors of tattoos and all that. So it's very in-depth. I was very interested in this because these guys know I will spend like two hours in character creation no matter what the game is. I am all about getting because I have to stare at that character model the entire time I play the game. So I want it to look like something that I don't want to go back and adjust later. Well,
0: considering it's a first-person, you're not going to be staring at much.
2: Well, that's true. Just, but still, yeah, like, you're just in the
0: mirror, you're like, this is just like at home. <gasps> oh, yeah.
1: Which is why I'm surprised that uh, customization is, like, such a big thing. Like, sure, you get to
2: look at them, but, like, Well, I think it started out a as an over-the-shoulder game. game, and then they adjusted it to first-person.
0: Yeah, it did. Isn't there a mode, too, to also go to third-person? That I don't know. But even even with that, even with that, third-person games, even that, you don't see the face most of the time.
2: You see the back of their head, yeah. Um, but you know that you're hot, James. Yeah. Oh and, my and, gosh. And, and you see that
1: that rump running, and I tell you, I see that rump, nice tight leather, Jesus. two swords on my back, yeah, hand crossbow, Geralt. <laughs> he's got a fine rump. Got oh, two. And I watched
2: that for man hours. Box just running around i mean in realistically, why I, you never beat it there's a reason i never rode roach realistically a good <laughs> hunk of us when we look when like when we're not looking in the mirror the image we have of ourselves is like that like in our peak like there was a lot a lot of years when i started to get old and fat where i just perceived that i was still that in shape football playing skateboarding like healthy kid and then you just avoid looking in the mirror because when you do you're like confronted with the What is this hot garbage you don't you don't look in the mirror okay
1: you get in your suit okay your little your little uh subordinate suit or what is that show sub what is that bruce willis one that we always talk about
0: bruce willis oh
1: sub what the hell is that you just get in your pod and you take control of your perfect body because all you are is just a dude surrogate there we go surrogate with bruce willis they all just have their own little uh
0: Robots they essentially they, plug into a virtual yeah. machine that's actually a robot that you control and then you use that as your body. I'm just here in Total uh, uh, let me, Recall and Avatar. Let me, let me just explain what's going <laughs> on recall. right now.
1: Shag's looking at me in complete mystery and just know John McClane would be
2: super pissed at you right now for not it's watching true. his and- surrogate movie. And, and well, I do enjoy Bruce Willis Like if he, Bruce Willie is one of those actors that if he's in the movie, I'll probably watch it, even if it doesn't look good. I love Bruce Willis. Okay. Yeah, but no. Anyway, so where I'm going with that? Long story long,
1: you just you get to look like what you want to look like. Yeah. Okay, so character customization. Yeah.
2: So we'll talk about that. So one of the things that I was surprised by is there's no sliders. Um, and I was because they had talked about how in depth it was going to be. I was expecting like a plethora of sliders, but it's kind of a pleasant surprise because you can really make characters look weird with sliders. Uh, Some people have a knack for it. Some people don't. And I kind of like presets and then customizations within the presets, as long as I get plenty of options. Um, And they are emphasizing that not only in character creation, but in in play styles as well. Uh, Just to kind of go into like what can be modified, your hair color, your pupils, um, the earrings, if you have earrings or not, we talked about how you can adjust the color on all those things. And I haven't had a chance to like go into this. So I don't know all the details, but one of the crazy things is that you can um, change your genitalia regardless of which uh, sex base. And that's what I'll call it. The 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 body design that you choose. You kind of choose a male or female frame and then modify from there. But you can have whatever genitalia you want on either one of those models or just straight up not have any.
1: Uh, so you did mention this is kind of a little bit of a throwback just a bit. No sliders. What's what are they replacing it with? So if there's customization and it's not a slider, do you know what the interface looks like? It's
2: selectors. So you have choices that are preset and you can just flow through them like your colors. Rather than a color wheel where you dial in the radius, it's just going to be block colors. Oh, thank goodness. I hate those color wheels. Yeah, they're rough. And you're also able to choose elements of your background uh, as well. And this does factor into your player design as well as... Um, attributes how you how you lay out your attributes is going to affect not how your character looks but how your character is going to feel and play and one of the other things too it's it's kind of character creation but it starts to get more into like your experience in the game is choosing the path that you want to start out with and your background is tied to that
1: is that what you were looking for? Break you
0: I'll break you mother Chucker.
2: right after I get done breaking Tyson over my leg
0: we're going to take a break and listen to one of our sponsors and we're back. Thank you, ad sponsor. So
1: yeah. Pretty so, exciting. You get to create just as much as you want, customize it exactly how you
0: want it. Well, and I spend two hours just looking through presets because I don't I can't decide. You've been to shopping with me. Oh when yeah. I'm shopping In and Out like, really Especially fast. characters, you don't, don't give me enough time. <laughs> uh, in and out. Now you're just thinking make me think of In and Out and how long people take in line to look over a five item order. That's because like, he phrased it wrong. He
2: meant to menu. say, "I know one for in, one for out, one for in and out."
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! Total of three. We all know my rule, <laughs> but yeah. So while I'm not super pumped about the character creation, I am a little more excited that there are different lives to to be led yeah. or, or, or different you know startings or backstories. That's what I'm pumped about. Not only are you coming into this because obviously you always start in low, right, and and work your way up. Uh, I'm excited that you get to take it from d- three different positions: one being a nomad, one being a street kid, and one being a corporate, uh, corp rat, or as they as they call it. So you got you get to kind of experience everything. So I'm excited for the nomad because that's going to be my loud and proud killer guy. What am I looking at here? Uh, and then uh, so that's going to be my loud and proud killer. And then I have the street kid where I'm going to be a little bit more excited, kind of like play that con. Uh, type of a position you know where you're doing the the royal marys and stuff like that not not realistically doing that but that's kind of what i see that I... as and then i see the corp rat as like my evil playthrough because <laughs> i because i feel like when you're in that position you really are making these huge decisions and you're manipulating so many lives and you're doing it for the dollar and so realistically, if you're going to do an evil playthrough, that's like the best one to do it on. Not that I think that's an option, right? Like m- morality does make a take place uh, in, in this, this game.
0: In this game, I doubt morality like oh. level exists. Well, but maybe you can probably yeah. choose levels where it does go down that route. We'll find out what the ending is like though, but I know like, like how it
2: influences yeah. it. Yeah, it could it but,
0: could influence it in a very natural yeah. way instead of where other games like have a meter. This is how bad you are. Oh, good. I
1: kind of hate those cuz I
0: kind of make those decisions on my own like my nomad, he'll be a hard
1: ass, but he'll be a you know a generous, loving hard ass. Yeah, to but everyone corporat, that has a special
0: gun, you're gonna kill them.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, gonna they're very special and I'm going to take it from them with death. But then as a corp <laughs> as a corp you know, you're more of like, I just feel like that when I am going to dick down everybody, every I will kill all of them and get all of their guns because I don't care. It's all about building my collection. But as a nomad. I might let a couple of them live. Maybe if one of them makes some jokes that I like.
0: All I know is, like, with this, the street kid, I don't know if I could play it. I'd just be singing the Aladdin song the whole time.
1: Dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude. There's our lawsuit. Disney's coming Oh, hard.
2: my gosh.
0: <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy that one. I haven't even seen that movie in forever, and it's one of those ones I'd just be... Just I kind of labeled it as. am not going to hum it too much. I labeled here. it it's as great. street bitch because it's the one I'm least excited
1: for. Corprad at least kind of sounds exciting. Nomad, I figure I'm riding around on a motorcycle like I normally do. Street bitch sounds like somebody like my little brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or about what I'm what I'm going to be when these guys realize that I'm not contributing to the company. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I'm going to go. Uh, I think I'm going to
1: go nomad as my first. That's your
2: first playthrough. Uh,
0: And I'm
1: going to go hard. I'm going to just gun it down. What about you, Shag?
2: I honestly think... um, I hadn't gotten too deep into him um, recently. I looked at him way farther back. But I I honestly think Street Rat is going to be my first playthrough. Because to me, that's a guy who... Knows what's what kind of how life is there, um, and so you're able to. I feel like you're going to be able to interface and have dialogue options that you wouldn't have because you're recognized by the people around you, at least until you start getting more street cred,
0: yeah. No, and and I could totally see that that's the hard part for me. I haven't decided yet. I and I feel like when I was watching one of the videos, there was a fourth option, so, so. Oh. I'm hoping there's a fourth option because I I feel Please. like I feel like there needs to be a fourth one. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, and, and I've I've already had this conversation two times today. The third one's coming up because I've talked to these guys both about this topic, and I say the same thing. But get ready for it. I think if we're gonna speculate, because he thinks there's a fourth one, but we can't find anything, right? So what makes the most sense? Living in that world, a king of beggars situation. I think that you're gonna be a street not not because a street rat. You're not homeless. You're just a street kid. Okay, the beggar situation. You are homeless, working in that network. I feel like that—that that would be a badass uh, role. What about a college kid? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Broke college kid. Um, That's literally street bitch. Like, no, it's not. Okay? He can barely drink a couple of B.L.s and then he's passed out with penises drawn all over.
2: So just to play this game of like speculating on what the fourth one would be, I honestly would put m- not not my money on because I feel like it would be difficult to create the path, but it would make sense in the world. Um, an elite or a celebrity which is different than your high-end corpos and in, in this game one of the oh, things they true. talked about is that the tech is oh. so significant in this culture that when you hit celebrity status you're so teched out that you're more likely to talk about who manufactured your mods Ooh. than you are about what you wore on the red carpet that day huh. and those those are the people that are like super chromed out that you see in the trailers those are like the yeah. socialists or social elite
0: yeah the social elite and they, and they look horrible
2: so I, I, I kind like, of like some of them, man. The the one chick who's like fully chromed out, and then she pulls the the mask up, and it's just like teeth and metal, like freaking uh, oh, yeah. Terminator <laughs> style, yeah. dude. Yeah.
0: I was like, that's cool. I kind of see like a C three PO kind of there.
1: So, what do you think? If there's gonna be a fourth cre- uh, a fourth uh, role or whatever it is, whatever these bartender. are classified
0: as, or celebrities, a good uh, actually a good I, guess. I think celebrity
1: is exciting, but what bartender. Do you Baristas. <laughs> Barista. Someone's got to make my coffee. Bar- bartender's you actually do.
2: a really similar choice to street baker because it's another guy who's going to have insider information that otherwise is pretty difficult to get. That's a pretty traditional trope in general fantasy. Yeah,
1: but I feel like that just fits under street
0: kids. They should have. Yeah, uh, you're right. Nah, you can, you're going too broad with that term. Um, it's, it's just a it, punk it, kid that's um, on the street. He could even be homeless. I don't <laughs> see it that way. So, but... Well, it doesn't matter how you see it. I think it does matter how <laughs> I see it.
1: But, uh, dang it, I was going to go somewhere with that. You guys are asking.
0: All me. I know is that, <laughs> as a bartender, I'm going to sit there the whole game and just serve up drinks. That's what my, 40 hours. So that's your guess, <laughs> as bartender? I mean, be, I mean, it's not a very educated to guess. That's just I'd I don't be have excited for on. bartender. I'd be excited for
1: bartender. But I wouldn't be excited for the celebrity. It'd have now, to be. I will say a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people would be interested if that was the role, being living that celebrity life. Because look how many people try and keep up with the Joneses on Twitter and stuff. I just feel like it, it would it be would hard. would literally give them that
2: avenue. To <laughs> if I wouldn't
0: it. choose it. Like, I just feel sure. like it would
2: be hard to to write that avenue. Because as a celebrity, eyes are on you all the time. So how are you going to run through this world doing the things that we expect to be doing in this game as a celebrity? Like you don't get to mods. just run around and massacre people and beat the snot out of anyone that you're trying to like hustle for money or whatever. The maybe they be. Uh,
1: maybe they got a disguise or they have enough upgrades where they remove their upgrades and they're like a wholly different person.
2: Or maybe like some of their mods are like um, auto fight mods, like in mm-hmm. the Matrix. I know kung fu. What if, what if you're like? What if it's like the
1: Watchmen? You're like, yeah, I make cookies, and then during the day you go out and bust crime with a mask. <laughs>
0: I think you meant kick ass. I mean oh, I, no, only is I only remember the new I only remember a big blue thing in the sky. Oh yeah, it was massive.
2: <laughs>
1: I liked looking at it.
2: So what I did not do was watch any gameplay because I was even hesitant to research into for this podcast. I really don't like to spoil games for myself if I anticipate playing them. Um, but I'm glad I deep dived on this. It got me way more excited. But I did avoid gameplay on purpose. Um, so, did you guys? Did any of you guys look into that, or have you seen any of that the gameplay? We I watched man. a
0: couple of videos that did gameplay, yeah. like for an hour long. Um, there was one I watched six months ago that was that's where I got really excited for this game because I'm a first person nut. I love first person.
2: So, what is the combat just going to be like? Guns and stuff, or how's that going to break down? Uh,
0: Hand to hand.
2: It looks like a lot.
0: It's going to have hand to hand. uh, Hacking. Yeah, exactly. It's going to have. You can hack someone. You can probably get through a lot of levels by just disabling people or going and sneaking. Because there's like play style, and then there's also um, the way the game plays, right? And the way the game plays is like a uh, is a, a very fun, agile first person shooter. Is what it seems like, where. Um, you can you have guns to shoot. You mm. can also punch people. You're going to get uh, the Mantis. Oh, yeah, that's it right. Like even had
1: like blades and stuff that yeah. you got. Like, and you a can lot just lot of grab onto melee. the walls with it and just oh, hang from Mantis the wall are, and then okay. jump yeah. down and kill that's someone. really cool. Yeah,
0: it looked really cool. Like that video was really good. Real good. And uh, so it feels like there's going to be obviously like um, the stealth style. You can hack style. You can run and gun where if you just like, I'm going to. And this is me in a lot of games like Deus Ex. I would go back and forth I I would go into the middle like I'd sneak into the middle and then I'd just shoot my way out and then finish up <laughs> yeah. the other way or something like I would do some like I'd sneak a little bit but then I always like to be running and gunning like yeah for me if I get through a whole map and that's what I like about ga- like this game I don't think it's going to punish you too much for if no. you like to kill people or not that I like to kill people. <laughs> You're going to spend
1: little time in jail.
0: <laughs> uh, but it's like uh, coming back to that one game um, that the developer, some of the developers of Half-Life went off and made. Um, we talked about a word. Like the consequences. Poof, rats, black smoke. Oh, Dishonored? Dishonored. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that, oh, that was Half-Life developers. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wait, I, Damn. I, I talked about that That's cool. Wait, what's ago. Half-Life? <laughs> so it's this game... Where, uh,
2: I'm not going to go into that. Yeah, don't, don't worry t- about it. Oh, no, I was no, like, I, see oh, I could go really I, long, I, and it's going to take up the rest of the podcast. No, no I can <laughs> see some similarities, though, between Dishonored, for sure. Well, I, what I was
0: kind of, it, it was that, essentially, if you kill anyone in the second one, you get the bad ending. Oh, really? I don't like that. Yeah, which is crazy, because I don't
1: understand, like, that's a hard thing to do, to go through a game and not kill anyone.
0: I don't, I just don't like it because, and it's the bad ending. And that, that's just more of a problem with me is that I just, the ending was, I think essentially you were a very authoritative, you helped the girl rule like an iron fist. I'm like, no, there was people literally trying to kill me. I killed them back. Doesn't yeah. mean that you're going to turn out to be like that. That's self-defense. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing. Like, and I went through it killing, not, not really killing that many people, but I got tired of it. And that's why I haven't finished the game yet. Cause I'm just like, it's. I don't like those hard penalties for a shooting game or for a, like a, a fighting game. I don't I've never been a big fan of stealth But in I do like when when I can mix it up like games like this Deus Ex mm-hmm. is also one where if I want to stealth through part of it or if there's one part of the game or Later on in the game if I want to stealth a level that's fine, but if I am feel like I'm forced to stealth every Mission no hard no
2: on me. Yeah, yeah I listened to a developer Q and A, and they did address that. That's actually one of their like design um, themes: is they don't, they're they're trying at least to not punish people for playing the way that they want to play. Uh, it will Im- impact the world around you, and it'll oh, yeah. change your gameplay. But they they don't want you to feel like it's a punishment. It's just the result of going that route. So if you yeah, betray someone that I you want. have a contract with. Uh, obviously it's going to have an effect, but that was the example he brought up. He's like, if you betray someone, we don't want to punish you for it, but understand that there will be consequences for it.
1: Yeah, and I used to really love the stealth option, like the stealth playthroughs. I used to try and do everything very stealthy. I loved Hitman. I loved the Call of Duty games where you literally were on the stealth missions. Mm -hmm. Those were my absolute favorite. It's gotten to a point where I kind of avoid those a little bit more, like Splinter Cell I'm not very excited for, because again, I'm not looking to take a lot of time to play the game i want to play the game and get it in and so but i'm excited for this one because like you said james i don't think it's one that you're going to get punished a lot for like if you try and you try and you're being silent being silent it all goes tits up Yeah, going back
0: part <laughs> of the fun where i played um a ninja game back 15 plus years ago i can't remember what it was called but uh essentially you had to sneak through everything and i played a level over for like five hours before I beat it. That's normally to take you like 20 minutes. (laughs) And I enjoyed that, but I never finished the game. Yeah. (laughs) And, but I also had a lot of time back then. This is one of those games where if you get caught, because in that game, you just failed when you get caught Yeah. in this game. That's part of the fun. Oh, oh, I messed up. You're all dead. It's like literally what would
1: happen if it went all tits up. Okay. That's how it's going to play through. Like you, that's what's gonna happen, and then those are your consequences. That's the world you live in. I like to punish those people for finding through. me. You know, as we're Don't talking
2: about this, I'm reminded of one of the few <laughs> one of the trailers that I watched, um, where it's like he goes to do a mission and then it cuts to him at the end of it with his back against the wall huffing, and they're like, What went wrong?
1: Everything went wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he
1: started out with the stranger and he should have just went in with the right hand. Old trusty. <laughs> But no, so the playstyles look very exciting for that, and one thing that I'm really excited for, which I'm normally not, not even in Borderlands, even though I went with like the berserker type characters, is the melee. The melee actually looks super interesting, although it does just look to me <laughs> like you're playing The Witcher combat in first person. Mm-hmm. Like even the dodge, the dodge looks like it's a tiny little jump, which that's what a dodge is, or a, a, you know the dodge or whatever, and then you have the roll, and then in that in that fight. It's not really a roll as far as like it looks like you roll, but the distance is like all of a sudden you are clear back here. And so it's and then the, then the way the punches are thrown,
2: it's like it looks literally like the Witcher combat. So you're telling me the dodge doesn't look like a Hellcat and the punching looks like punching. Yeah. Can you believe that? those fuckers? It's incredible. But no, I mean, I'm just saying,
1: I'm just saying, it it literally does look like Witcher 3's combat just in a first person camera, which I'm not against. I'm actually pretty excited for. Yeah. And it looks like they're actually making, like, if you want to go full melee, you can get the upgrades to literally make it. So I don't need a bat. I have my fists that do the damage. So I'm super pumped for that combat fighting. I really think I'm going to go with that more melee hands on, which I normally avoid, even in Skyrim. Mm -hmm. The King of Sweden. I don't want to do that, but on this one I think I might. Have you you've played Breakdown, right? Oh yeah, I love it. That's like all about melee,
0: isn't it? And
1: so not uh, not initially, but once you, bust, oh, you once d- you get your powers and stuff, and then all of a sudden you like Hulk
0: out, you just start yeah, like you can. A lot of it is, but even like the gunplay, I feel like is very. They try to yeah, make it definitely feel natural. has you like melee. On, yeah, and so that that's that, that's what it kind of felt like to me. A little bit of breakdown. Not yeah, that's perfect that you bring it up. You never, like, I doubt almost anyone remembers it. <laughs> but uh, me, Yeah, me and Beef and you and Chegg, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Beef, that was one of Beef's
1: favorite yeah. games. It was it's a no, great still. game. It's I like, still remember eating those candy bars. You, <laughs> you loved the thing. He loved Breakdown there for a long time. Yeah. So. I remember listening to Dynamite Hack albums playing that game. It was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, well,
2: even talking about the combat, like, it's really interesting I wonder how difficult it was to transition because the early, early gameplay trailers, this is actually the thing that made me the most hesitant was that it was over the shoulder. And I like that in games that are more like medieval. I don't like it in shooters. It's the big thing that holds me back from Gears of War, other than the fact that it's the most generic story that's been told in every sci-fi plot ever.
1: I even don't like it in uh, like I like it in a Dead Space because it does a good job. Resident Evil, sure, but like uh, Grand Theft Auto, I'm not a big fan of the gunplay in that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a gun game for me. Yeah, uh, that's same, true. Same Even with in Red Metal dead. Gear, it's not a gun. Yeah, e- not a gun game. It's like, and, it's and okay. That's where it lacks that gun. But I think this one's yeah, it looks really cool. That. This is
0: essentially this game takes the best of racing, like arcadey, Need for Speed, you know. Mixes it with Gran Turismo because Gran Turismo's racing still not bad, but they really up their game in this game with their racing, and then mixes it in with like a really good uh, first-person shooter. It's yeah. just it's a melding of so much. It really looks like it's gonna have a
1: lot, uh, a lot for everybody. <laughs> there too. A lot of racing, a lot of whatever you want to do, and there really looks like they're nailing every aspect of it. And it's funny that you bring up that third-person thing. It's because they they actually had cinematics and stuff like that where they actually had to rework it so you're in those cinematics in a first-person view because they really don't want to break that immersion Uh, attempt of you playing that main character and you're that person like Hardcore Henry you don't ever get to see yourself outside of the body unless it's on a camera or Mm -hmm. something like that But like, so they went through and they reworked a lot of cutscenes to remove that third party aspect and put you into that first person more and more and it sounds like there's still going to be some left in there but they said it was really confusing uh, to a point once they decided to
2: really go first person
1: and have that be uh, the direction that they went
2: well, I just thought of something as you were explaining that, actually, because in, in some of the stuff I was looking at, they had talked about one one of the things that became important that they didn't anticipate initially was it, it, it's implants, it's cybernetics. Like, you're going to have modified retinas and all kinds of things. And so they, they wanted – I remember them mentioning that they wanted you to feel that so it's not just you as the player because they were talking about map integration. Mm. They're like, we don't just want you to see it as the player. We want you as V – to see that how he sees it because you're in a world where that maps can be seen that way mm-hmm. so i wonder if I, it makes you wonder like where the pivot point was and then my other thing that i'm like just curious about is how much combat had to be modified to change it back to first person that couldn't have been an easy transition no it makes a
0: lot of sense though it really does happen mm-hmm. that first person because there is so many augmentations so and that's just yeah and it's It led to a lot of
1: removals and reworks of the game. Like Mm -hmm. They they took out uh, wall running and stuff like that because obviously they ran into too many issues with it, but their excuse was we're focusing somewhere else or something. But (laughs) I'm sure it was just very difficult to, one, transition from that third-person view because then you just have brink. Nobody liked that game. Well, (laughs)
0: Deus Ex is first-person, and they do a good job. So um, they probably like, okay, well, Deus Ex has been pretty successful. Let's model it after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm glad they did. A lot of the games that we've been playing lately
1: have been that third person or over the shoulder third person or whatever. I'm gl- and I know Call of Duty's are first person, all that shit. But it definitely doesn't feel like that. It feels like A Witcher, uh, and I know Skyrim's first person, but again, doesn't feel like that. This feels something very exciting to be in that first person. It feels like Hardcore Henry, like that movie. Yeah, you are literally going to experience this yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel. I VR would be cool with
2: this. If we really mastered VR,
1: VR would be cool.
2: dude. And kind of in that same point, like one of the things that got me really excited about this game as I was looking into it is um, it's, it's one, there are so few games that come along that I get like really excited about. And I didn't do that with this one before I dove deep into it, but then I did. It's, it's one of those games that feels like a proper game like not just because like call of duty you shoot people there's some story but it's mostly for multiplayer Mm. and that's great like because they're they're catering to their demographic there's nothing wrong with that uh you just got to know who you're marketing to but and with this game i feel like cd project red really went out of their way to kind of just get a full game and also innovate on top of it because it's still an rpg um it seems to have pretty standard first person shooting mechanics that should be fun and on top of that it's there's the story seems crazy. The lore seems even more like deep and crazy than the story is, but it's got narrative. It's got, it has everything. Like I just, I don't see anything about this game. And then even a lot of those things, cause they, I didn't mention this earlier, but they have skills and those skills power up the attributes that you chose. So like, let's say you focused on body as your attribute. So you have higher life. You can carry more weight. You can run with bodies. You can just pry doors open. Well, with your skills, uh, I don't have an example for, for body, but, like, um, with stealth, you can impact, like, when you're jumping, it's quiet when you jump and when you land. And so it, it really takes the way that you're going and amplifies it to greater effect. So, like, it has everything, man. Like, you get you get to customize how it even feels to be the character that you're going to be on the controller. Like, I bet if I came to your guys' house and picked up your play, it would feel completely different.
1: Yeah. And that's why I'm excited for the immersion factor. Like, that's where I really kind of see it separate from Fallout and Skyrim and those being RPGs where you are in first person. But it doesn't feel like that's me in there. Whereas this one, it's so fluid uh, fluid and like, just how it goes. I really feel like they're going to nail that immersion. Mm -hmm. And I think them going first person was definitely a great uh, option for them. And then it does sound like it's going to kind of be looty. Right. Different tiers of weaponry, different tiers of of uh, of equipment and stuff. And what I found was going to be the most interesting in that, uh, because, I mean, it's like Borderlands, you know, you go grind the thing, hopefully get the drop or whatever. This one, it doesn't seem like I mean, it seems like it's that, but it's a little different. Like, if you want that gun, you are going to have to dramatically change the livelihood of that area. Like the gang leaders are going to have legendary weapons. Yeah. And that's how you get that. So if you're jiving with this gang, but you really want his weapon, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to choose to. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to choose to um, uh, kill that guy. Either kill that guy and take his gun, or let him have the gun and you don't get the gun. So I'm, I'm worried about that kind of because uh, I do like building those relationships. Because I let people live in The Witcher, you know. Even though I probably could have killed them, but with this one, it's like that legendary weapon is probably going to be a little too tempting for me.
0: It depends on how fun the gu- the gun is, but I think another part of it is that equipment's going to cost more, so you're going to have multiple routes to go. That's what it kind of feels like, where if you want this one weapon, if it's not legendary but it's still hard to find, you're going to have to either steal it or save up enough money to buy it. Mm-hmm. Or loot it. It's going to be hard. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I'm hoping it's the opposite of Borderlands, where it's like, free guns, free guns, for everyone, look under your chair, t- uh, chair. free gun. Yeah. <laughs> but with this one, I'm hoping that it's more or less you got to earn it and it is it does take some effort to have to get that awesome gun over there
2: yeah well you're you actually touched on it with your hope there so in learning about character customization and like all the customization options i actually learned quite a bit about the weapons so what you're saying is true but also the you have to unlock the shops and you do that with kind of a it's not really currency but it is called street cred Mm -hmm. so You won't have access to stores that have better guns if you don't build your street cred up to be able to get it. I think you can like, I'm not sure if you can like look and see what they have to see if you want to unlock guns from there. And then even from there, you have customization on your weapons Mm -hmm. and your clothing as well. And the thing I love is in that same developer thing that I watched, he said something that as an RPG player I loved. He said, we know about the issue where the stats on a weapon are so good or, or a piece of armor, but it looks stupid. And everyone that plays RPGs has this problem where it's like, I want to look rad. And yes, I'm using rad because cyberpunk is based out of 1980s pop culture. So get wrecked. Um, But you also want to have the best character you can have and that you get torn between those two things. And I actually, in many cases, unless the game is like extremely difficult, I default to looking cool. So I'm, I'm glad that they're factoring this in. It doesn't they didn't come out and say that that won't. That it's just going to be flawless, but they said that they kept it in mind as part of their design, and they they wanted to try and address it with this game.
0: Yeah, and I think they're going to do a pretty good job of it, like because um, the modding of the weapons is a is a depth thing, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not like that. There's hundreds of weapons. I'm sure there's a lot, but it's oh, yeah. also you want to get certain mods, and those might also cost a lot, or you're gonna, you know, and it does it does it might affect the way it looks a little bit, but not a, like the base weapons will still look a lot alike and so i'm saying with the clothings so it seems like you know that you'll, you'll be able to find something that's going to really fit for you and not be some legendary horrible looking piece of clothing
1: yeah i like it i like it a lot because it, again it goes with that immersion like you don't just get to walk into a shop and be like i want to buy an rpg like they just rob you and run you out of their place uh like you got to build up that that credential that relationship with them to get that access to it so i'm excited for the weapons all around like they all just seem super unique and feel good and everything feels different much similar to
2: the vehicles like the vehicles themselves
1: are very different
2: yeah so the vehicles i i surprisingly got very excited about one of the reasons is um i I drive a motorcycle i'm a big fan of them i really love just how visceral it is you know the smell like everything about it it's just so it's sensory overload on a motorcycle and on top of that heightened senses because there's a genuine concern about either driving poorly yourself and getting into an accident or someone else driving poorly. So you're, you're a lot more, at least I am a lot more cautious of a driver on a bike. And I like that. I'm way more connected to my driving experience. Um, and one of the things that they did is when they involved Keanu Reeves in this game, he owns a company that does customized bikes called arch motorcycles mm. and they are interesting in design, but they're also customizable. So I, I like them, but they kind of, they're different. There's not really anything like them. Like, you see a little Triumph in him, you see a little Crotch Rocket in him, and you see a, a tiny, tiny bit of muscle bike in him. And so they decided that they wanted to approach him to get genuine motorcycle sounds from Arch Motorcycles mm-hmm. specifically. And they went out of their way, not just for his bikes, but for all of the audio for the vehicles in this game. They recorded several vehicle types, um, several models of vehicles. And then they made sure to include like different things uh, like uh, off-road type vehicles and things like they really went out of their way to get pure sound. Now, I imagine that they've messed with that sound a little bit to give it a futuristic kind of vibe as well, but they're coming from a pure source. And for each car, each each type of car is going to have a I'm sure some noises. of the
0: cars are pure and then some yeah, of them sure. have maybe some tweaks to it and that's probably what cuz they talked about like a lot of the the cars in the game they actually you know recorded the audio for from the source and the lead sound designer said it was one of the hardest projects in his life to ever do and yeah. watching that video they really they stick yeah. that microphone up that car's tell yeah i'm excited to go see the proctologist after what they did with those microphones so <laughs> yeah.
1: but no yeah they said they recorded more more vehicles and vehicle sounds than any other game uh that they've ever worked on and spent more money mm-hmm. doing it uh as well and i'm excited and now i will say keanu reeves i'm not very impressed with celebrities like i'm not you know just starstruck but mm-hmm. he's one guy that i would probably sell all of my friends to have him be my (laughs) friend. Uh, But not because of the motorcycles. While I am a motorcycle fan. I am not a fan of any of his motorcycles. I have not seen one in there that I was like, that thing's badass. I was like, mm-hmm. eh, that's kind of cool, but there's I wouldn't got, ride
0: that shit. There's got to be one that you'd like because the-, the, the no, custom, I kind of looked at them all. It's all about all. customized. So each one's supposed to be fairly different, right? Yeah. yeah
2: I, like it's, they're expensive. So yeah, I genuinely think any concerns you had about the design, you could request them to design it differently.
1: But it seems like a lot of the bikes now, because they said it's uh, done on a, on a mass production. I know we're kind of taking a big tangent here, but they, it, it's more like uh, they all kind of look the same.
2: But they, you can paint do. it,
1: you can paint it how you want.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And like
1: put accessories on it kind of how you want. But it's basically the same bike. And that's what I, I don't like the the whole frame. Not I'm not and it's like saying like I don't like NSYNC. They're mm-hmm. wonderful, they have talent, they're successful, highly successful, and I know why people like them. I do not. Just
2: not your taste. Not my taste. Yeah. Well, the thing that's so beautiful about and going to James's comment, the guy said it was one of the hardest projects he's worked on. He also said it was one of the most enjoyable, which so I love that because there's passion in it. And for anyone that really likes shoot 'em up games um, or even racing games, having the, a different feel across the board is such a big deal because what it does is it gives it life. I can't stand when every gun you pick up in a game feels exactly the same. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting out of these cars, and I'm looking forward to it because it seems like they put effort there.
1: Yeah, that's actually what I'm very excited for too—is just how much they put into it. Because I was gonna, I was kind of expecting a Grand Theft Auto type of car experience, which yeah, it works fine in those games. But I'm never really having fun driving the cars and any racing missions that are in that game. I'm really not looking forward to. I, I just avoid don't, them. Yeah, I'm not. I a big use fan. it
0: to explore everything. That's yeah. Middle, that's what. What's the um, fastest one? Okay, GTA, steal that, yeah, get in it, and That's run. all it is for me. Because like, yeah. they all, they play crazy, yeah. crazy shit in that game in places, oh. and it's fun to go find it. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, I do. A
1: chopper just passed me, uh, steal that, and I'm on it every time. But this one actually makes it look – the cars themselves look great. The driving while you're driving looks awesome. The handling looks awesome. It really looks like it's going to be um, – just really well done, and that kind of goes back onto something I said before: is this is it's going to have a a lot of content for everybody, and I think it's going to be really polished in that content. um So the the racing itself, you're gonna ha- if that's what you want to do, you're gonna love it. And that again, speculation just from what I've seen, it really looks like they put the time in to making these things great.
0: It's all about that love, baby. It is all about the love. Mm, and we love you. speaking of that love, we're gonna go customize our characters real quick, and please listen to a message for one of our sponsors. Thank you. Okay,
2: and we're back from our ad. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo! So, another interesting thing that they they did with Cyberpunk, actually, this flew completely under the radar. I barely caught it on the tail end of my, my, my digging through and, and learning about the game. They are having an anime made, and it's actually made by the people that made Kill La Kill, <clears throat> so if there's any anime fans out there, you probably are at least aware of Kill La Kill. Um, it's a little racy, but it is a really well done anime. Um, they also have done some, I don't know all the ones they've done. Like I'm not familiar with them, but they've done some more like young shows for younger crowds as well that seem to be pretty successful. So they went to a good company to do it and it's going to take place in the same world. But the, the company producing the anime wanted to make sure that it was kind of their own story and not regurgitating what you're going to play in the game. So it's going to be kind of like a, a sidestep. cyberpunk 2077 and it'll have its own story it sounds like they're working really hard to make it approachable by people who are not um huge fans of the game or sorry not not that it's approachable to people who aren't aware of cyberpunk universe whether it's from the tabletop game or Mm. the video game so it's approachable to people who are interested but don't know much about it but they also really want to deliver for the people that are fans so I'm, i'm actually really optimistic of that i'm an anime fan myself so i probably will end up watching this and it's called um, cyberpunk Edge Runners, and oh, I had the release date written down here. Let me grab it. It's in the comments. So t- 2022, and I found that kind of funny. It's, so it's going to be a ways out from when the game comes out. Yeah, that's... but still, I, I'm going to look forward to it because it's just going to be more yeah. of a game I'm probably still going to be playing that far later.
0: And those are the type of animes that are really fun. It's because it's probably going to be because it's cyberpunk. It's going to be kind of grungy, and so it's going to have a, a very fun. Well, I shouldn't. I don't know about fun, but it's going to have a very pleasant taste to it and so i i totally agree with you i'm totally going to uh watch me some of that and that makes me super excited because I've, I've liked some of the stuff that they've done in the past mm-hmm. with um maybe not game to anime adaptations but like there's been some good adaptations to like i think dead space even had one and that was it wasn't bad yeah so and i trust cd project red and so oh for sure I'm sure they'll do great.
1: Yeah, I think I even watched a little bit of the Dead Space anime and played a little bit more of their anime side ones, but it
0: was
1: definitely enough to get me interested. And I I don't normally watch anime at all. But uh, moving on, uh, one thing that I was kind of surprised to hear not the fact that there was no multiplayer, but the fact that they are going to develop a standalone cyberpunk multiplayer that is separate. Oh, from standalone. Cyberpunk 2077, so it's not coming in. It's not an update, um, or a, a DLC, to, or anything like that. You, so going are you gonna to have to download
0: a, uh, like another?
1: I'm not sure. There's not much out on it, but it does. It, it they this is from CD Projekt Red, I believe. Uh, they said it was. Uh, it will be a standalone game because they want Cyberpunk 2077 to be a solo experience, story, and everything. So it sounds like it's going to take place in the universe, but sounds like there's still more coming out on it
2: and can i just say hallelujah i have said for a long time and again this is my own bias but if you're going to add multiplayer um you need to invest as much into the multiplayer as the story mode or single player and vice versa in in my opinion make one or the other don't half-ass either one Mm -hmm. so games like uh titanfall i loved that concept because thank you for not half-assing a single player story just don't do it. You can include lore and story into the multiplayer like they did in Titanfall, um, and like Call of Duty. There's a couple of them that have a pretty decent story, but like there's several of them where you could tell it's like, yeah, we have to have like six hours of <laughs> let me, story. let's Titan, throw Titanfall it in has a story. Yeah, no, that's well, what I'm saying is you first can one have is very that. Short.
0: They're both fairly short. Yeah, the first, the first, first definitely one's definitely very short. But like the second one's just so fun because it's you and your best friend. I don't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. Titan, the Titan, ball, because it has a personality with it. My
2: (sighs) point being simply this right now, I don't don't know how good the multiplayer is going to turn out for cyberpunk. So I'm probably getting a little too like hyped up on it. But the fact that they're treating it as a separate project tells me that they're going to put just as much into it as they put into the single player game. And that gives me even more things to be excited about.
0: And the release date's not tied to it. They can cancel it if they have to, if it doesn't feel good, but I know like seeing the gameplay, They'd have to do something really wrong to really mess this up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you see the gameplay
1: and you see the sp- the special abilities that you can do in there. They're definitely going to have to rework a lot of abilities because there's a lot of time slowing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, slow down, stuff like that. They probably can not that, can't well really that type of stuff, yeah. Yeah, but honestly, I think uh, a standalone is great. It really doesn't detract from one or the other, and it really kind of lets them say, yeah, we put our full time into this game, and we're putting our full time into that game.
0: And I really don't think it's going to cost. I know that you're kind of thinking in my. It's going I in today's world with this type of game, there, it, I really don't think they're going to charge. They're, we're getting more and more into free multiplayer, and they go through skins and stuff.
1: Yeah, skins uh, and in-game content, but I, I still see the the. I still see the possibility for this being a standalone game and with few in-game purchases. Mm-hmm.
2: And I will say, if if they're going to put the production level into it that they did with the single-player story, I would be willing to pay for it.
1: Yeah, but I again, w- I don't know enough about too. it to to know what resources they're using and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and I honestly, I won't be surprised if it is pay uh, free to play and pay to uh, you know.
2: pay for for your implants
1: yeah pay for everything (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if they did that either but uh, i don't know the way that they're kind of going about this and something that i either listened to or read just kind of made me think that it's probably going to come out uh, as a as a priced game Hmm. maybe not a full price game i just yeah uh, but we'll see
0: multiplayer games in today's world unless it's a very specific kind doesn't they don't succeed as well when it's paid up front uh counterpoint daisy they made you pay for it twice. <laughs> yeah, I know, Daisy and,
1: and King of the Kill, and look how and and I look how many never people played play that game. I oh, love it,
0: King of mm. the Kill, because that pissed me off <laughs> quite yeah. a bit. No,
1: <laughs> I know it's not very popular with you. I get it. I get it. But I'm just
0: saying, I see it being a, a little cost, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll no, see. we'll see. We'll see. And it could be like an expansion style, and I'm fine with that being a cost, like a, about ten, twenty bucks.
2: Right. Eventually, someone's gonna figure out how to how to dance that dance, and in a way that's not gonna make. The- at least most of the customers mad and hey maybe that's CD Projekt Red maybe they're the maybe, ones maybe. that pull up.
1: But up and honestly if they did go free to play I get it there's especially with mods and the cyberpunk you know upgrades and stuff tons of shit that yeah, they could literally sell for pennies 99 cents $5 whatever it In doesn't- game currency
0: Free to play doesn't piss me off as long as you do it right. Like League of Legends, I feel they do it right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. If you go down that route, I'm actually pretty content. A lot of games are doing it better and better. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's it's for just, sure yeah. improving over when DLC first started becoming a thing. Yeah,
1: no issues with it. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, but something about it, and I
0: kind of. Mm-hmm. But we'll if they see. make it now, if they make a Cyberpunk 2077 two, but then it just has like 2019. On the field, you know, <laughs> just repackaged <laughs> on the field.
2: Or, oh, dude, what if they did the multiplayer as the corporate wars, like Ooh. themed it in there? That Ooh. would be that would be, be a badass. lot of new assets, okay. though,
0: because it's really early on. And in then the time you could frame. do your map CDPR.
1: If you guys aren't listening, new corporate wars. Start listening and getting some great ideas, because we're filling you full of free great ideas. Because <laughs> you could you could do uh, new maps and new weapons uh, with
2: each of the with each of the expan- expansions, I guess you'd call them, or DLCs yeah. for the multiplayer. Because like first one could be the first cyber war. Yeah. And then when they do the next one, everything's different because technology is advanced. You're in a different era. And then what's <sighs> next?
1: Gang
0: Wars.
2: I just got so excited. See, tons there, could of be,
0: content. there could be multiple ways to go about doing it, but
1: yeah. What's well. the next one? Subway Wars. What has the better <laughs> sense? See, endless content. You can hire me at Tyson at he's a terrible employee dot com. Uh, I got all sorts of ideas. Subway Wars, are you putting too cookie? many
2: jalapeno heels when you put jalapenos on my sandwich? <laughs> if you are, war. Hey, my little footlong. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing I failed to mention at the start I just want to add quickly here is going back to uh, Mike Pondsmith, the creator of, of the tabletop game. He This isn't the first time he's tr- they've tried to have this become a video game. But he's been very protective of it, and he wanted to make sure that when they did it, they did it right, and they did it with the right team. And just listening, the thing I watched was him talking about it himself. It seems like he is very involved with go- what's going on here. Um, I think they even have him listed as a co-creator for the game. Um, not just for the, you know, as because he created the tabletop story, but I think he's listed as a co-creator he on is. this actual I, I, I game. I believe
0: he's been um, pretty much put, like, you know, like a writer of a book? Yeah. Like uh, the Harry Potter movies and stuff. Like, like a that. consultant, he's a consultant essentially. But
2: I'm really optimistic about it because you. Some people know the background story about Witcher Three and and some of the. Um, oh, I can't think of the legal word here. What's the legal word for IP? Basically, the rights to use intellectual property. Well, there's another term for it: the rights to use the story My to do shit. The Witcher Three. And there was some controversy between the author and the license for for Fair the story. Use. Mm-hmm. In this game, we have an, a separate situation where the guy, rather than taking a deal early on, because he didn't care about video games or whatever your reasoning was, this is a guy who held out because he didn't want to screw up his universe. So I'm... That has me even more optimistic for what we're going to get with this game.
0: Yeah. No, it's, impu- it's pure. No, this guy... Pure. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this guy is uh, much more interested in this whole process, and mm-hmm. so... uh it's going to be interesting. And
2: I really like, I, I, when I was listening to him, I immediately was like, I like this guy a lot. Yeah. So. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm not so excited for the whole
1: customization. Like, I really didn't like the ad where it's like, it's, it's all about how you look. Not what you do? I didn't care for that. <laughs> Screw that. So I'm not really pumped for the customization. I mean, I will have four dicks, but I'm not really pumped for the customization. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, but everything else, I'm the, very excited. The best for. part yeah. is that
0: all the stuff you're saying you're not excited for is probably going to be the stuff that you like the most. I will literally spend hours customizing. customizing you probably my will. Character. I probably will too. And I don't normally do that, but because not play anymore. They're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this made me do something I didn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you like load up the game on
1: my console, and it's just like a hundred profiles of all different characters with. Two hours played in the game, and that was all character creation. That that one's done. On to the next one. (laughs) I just make characters. I'm going to have
2: three separate save files with each of the life paths, or four, I guess, since there's an unannounced one. And they're all going to be different characters. So by the time I'm 80 hours into the game, I'll start playing. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get my characters set up before I
1: play. You know, that would be hilarious. I got to get my second, third, fourth, hundredth, hundred and second
0: life ready to go before I play them. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to take a while to create your character and get into the game, I believe. But how long do you think the game's going to be? How uh, long gameplay-wise? So c- coming out of
1: my thoughts on this, with how big it is, how anticipated it is, and, and what they've kind of promised, even though they haven't really promised you know much as far, at least that I've read on gameplay content hours, but knowing that The Witcher had like 100-plus hours of content that
0: you could play in that game... Mm-hmm. With the DLC 200.
1: Damn. Yeah, not even just even a hundred with the standalone. game. With the game, standalone, yep. Um, I I would be surprised if this wasn't a good chunk over that. I'm kind of expecting at least a buck fifty to two hundred. But that might be just expecting too much. Maybe they're gonna keep it around a hundred. But I really feel like with how big the world is, with what they're including in it, I really think that there's gonna be at least a buck fifty.
0: With it being a first-person shooter, that's where it kind of throws it a wrench in the whole thing for me because i'm like it could easily be 200 with mm-hmm. all the missions every playstyle two to three hundred i could see and it probably yeah. is but um that's a lot in the first person it show. really yeah. is a lot but so. if it's immersive enough it could be fun
2: yeah it's kind of funny that you say that because i actually took the the different approach because it is an rpg and i'm like if you want to kind of be even light on an rpg estimation for just like story or like, playthrough time, probably about 20 hours. So, like, if we're going just bursting through the story, I'm anticipating maybe 14, 15 hours of gameplay. Oh. But, like you say, with all the content, I would probably guess around 40 to 60.
0: Yeah, all content. I think all, I'm i going off all content. I'm Not going just off just all story. content right now, but the main story I think is going to take about 40 hours.
2: Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is coming from a place of absolutely no context of, course, of my, what, the, what One of the comments is. did say
0: that you could, you, if you don't you can win the game without beating the main quest. Yeah, that's crazy. But so I'm like, like, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Like is it timed or something like that? That's going to be yeah. weird cuz may- maybe if you
1: don't make actions or the actions in time and maybe it's not timed to a point where you're literally like 24 tick-tock tick-tock, you know, oh. but like maybe if if you don't make the action it's going to move. It's a living world. Maybe if so you decline, so they're going to do. We need a war, and we want you at our head. But if you're not there, we're fucking going to
2: war. They went. They went deep on their lore, and if you play a certain amount of hours and don't finish it, a blood moon shows up, and then it's just <laughs> necromorphs. We should make that. You mod. guys left
1: up just to <laughs> yeah. make
2: a mod. <laughs>
1: it's like Majora's Mask, but it's mm-hmm. just the blood moon comes in. You don't get to restart. It's just game over, asshole.
2: Mommy, why is the moon? Smiling at me. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh gosh. I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, just all the different paths we're going to be able to go down with the quests and everything and the main quest probably can be like you can probably decline it if that's what happens. You decline it and you can play the rest of the game and it acts like it's finished.
1: Yeah, maybe that just goes on without you. It's like this person doesn't exist but it's a story that can
0: still play out. Or you just kill that main guy right away and get his weapon.
2: Or they pull some Metal <laughs> Gear metal stuff idea. and because <laughs> right it's super... Right the crowbar.
0: Finish the game. Two hours in. Sorry. That,
2: so they pull some Metal Gear stuff and because it's super tech-based, it's like you upload yourself into the digital space or whatever, the net, um, but it turns out someone's already controlling that so they just delete your playthrough and that's like your version of winning <laughs> oh the game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Oh, no, it my,
1: my characters were perfect. I had a hundred of
0: them. I hope they have co-op soon so i can get behind tyson and just crowbar, crowbar him mm-hmm. take his stuff and i'll play as him it's, pro- <laughs> it's probably gonna have literally that mod we talked about
1: where it's just a mod that comes out does the whacking for you you don't even move your arm other than raise it
2: <laughs> Crowbar. <laughs> <coughs> so Donk. that's no. actually i'm gonna ask that as a question and then we'll let, we should jump into final thoughts but I, I this would be a fun question what would your first mod be
1: big dick mod. really always, i've always wanted one <laughs> sick <laughs> of that tuna can <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't handle this anymore. You can't get chicks. Uh, honestly, probably. uh those those mantis arms look really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if I had my choice for mod, oh God, I don't even know. But probably those mantis arms. Those things are incredible. I want those right now. I'd sell my
2: kids for those mantis <laughs> arms.
0: I bet it's not gonna be like an easy choice in the beginning. You can't just choose between like twenty. But no, if it's I'm out talking, of all of them... I'm
2: talking you in real life. Oh, like, what would in you real get life? as a mod? Oh, I missed oh, that. Oh, in real life. But yeah, my apologies. Shit, I still didn't explain probably that. The Mantis a...
1: arms. That's That's what... I was thinking just in the game, like, the starting out. Like, I was I believing works, you about
2: but... your tuna can explanation because, I, in my mind, it was real life. Okay, <laughs> then that, yeah, I'm going with
1: that. <laughs> oh, I can just see it hanging in your, in your home. You're like... Hey, how's it going down there? <laughs> I want to be like Brendan Fraser in, uh, what is that, Bedazzled? Yeah, oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> and I want to be just as intelligent. Maybe a little dumber, you know, because I don't want to be the smartest one in the room all the time. Uh, but, yeah, no, those. honestly, the mantis arms look really cool. I'd really have to go through a list of more mods. Uh, but, honestly, I'm sure there's, like, a a, a flight or a jumping mod.
2: Uh, mm, that could
1: be I, fun. I might go with that. Like, think think if you had springs in your legs that you could just control and you're walking around and you're like, be cool to be up there and you just jump up
2: there uh, uh i want a money-making mod so whatever would make me money james james wants a stock app just well, you, built into his brand.
1: He, he wants he wants a money making mod so he should take the first one that i brought up the big day one. Oh right yeah you start, that start mod, only freaking, fans
2: in 2077 yeah you're filthy
1: rich but a lot of customers coming to you have you heard about asia you're gonna blow up over there no.
2: mine would be another arm that comes out of my normal arm with a hand on it in perfect slap mode. And it slaps anyone that says anything stupid. So I'd probably get hit a lot by He's, my own arm.
1: He just stole your crowbar
2: idea. I just think it would be hel- like it, you have to have comedy in the future too. Not I true. would love to see someone be like, go to punch or go to slap someone, but then a separate arm comes out, it's, extends the reach, gets gets more torque. But wow, it's it's like the bang, it's like the bang gun
1: from Batman, or just the jokes. You go to shoot somebody and the bang flag mm-hmm. comes out, or it's like, like that- one of those, except for a slap. You're like, you're way too far to slap. me me
2: yeah what'd you say to me when? or it's like that uh borderlands, arms, that arm. borderlands telltale game where it's like literally finger guns oh, oh my gosh so-
1: finger guns that was the funniest thing i've ever seen quick little tangent I, I never played it but that was literally the best video i've ever seen the finger gun fight in uh tales from borderlands or whatever the Whatever the Telltale Tell Games one? The Telltale Games, Tale oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So funny. So funny. <laughs> yeah, I recant, literally died.
2: I recant my slapping hand. I literally would mod fi- finger guns. Yeah. That, That's yeah. awesome. Turns everyone's gun into finger guns, and they everyone just says
1: pew, 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 cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo. And my love handles
2: would just be ammo cans. Like, oh. why did you go with a, fa- a fat mod in this right, day and age? That. And I'm like, bullets, bro. <laughs> See,
0: mine are going to be ground air missiles. They'll just open up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what world I live in, because... If I'm not using weapons very often, what are the final thought? Like, what are you going to go into? Because we're going to come back when we come back. We have played the game. We've experienced yeah. it. We spent our eighty hours designing Tyson's perfect man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he has he has no arms. Trust me, it'll make sense. Uh, honestly, I'm really I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm still kind of skeptical about it because while I do like this type of game, like obviously I'm bringing up The Witcher again. Very very similar. It's the the uh, stage. It's this futuristic um, city life that I'm really not interested in at all at all. Like I don't even like going to Vegas, you know. And I definitely don't want to put implants in my arm or synth injections. Uh, so I don't know. So I'm I'm kind of I don't know. I'm kind of on the edge with this one. It does look like a lot of fun. I'm gonna be curious if I even beat it yeah i haven't even beat red dead and i love That's western good. stuff i'm wearing cowboy boots and i haven't even beat that shit I'm let to say you're not good at beating big games Yeah, i'm great at buying games
2: well to be <laughs> fair tyson is anymore, so quest oriented and i do think that plays a big a big role in it because you can get burnout pretty easy when you're just hitting all the question marks yeah i love secondaries <laughs> <laughs> i did it like, too and i beat it
1: i put the hours witcher. and hours into the witcher Yep, and literally didn't leave the first area. <laughs> Still run around White Castle, no, or whatever. It How is. are their sliders? <laughs> They're pretty good, but a, a <laughs> chort comes after you if you slaughter too many pigs or cows for them. He's like, I couldn't get. Which out, I did. I couldn't it get out of White me. Castle
2: because I just didn't have the money to quit my job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was gonna quit it, but I took an a arrow to the knee, so I had to keep it going. <laughs> So funny. But no, very excited.
2: So for me, one of the things that I was impressed by, and I kind of hope that we get some Easter eggs of this, and maybe it's not, but there were a lot of similarities to my favorite movie of all time, which is The Fifth Element. Now, there's no aliens in this, but the aesthetic, how crazy people look, Uh, all the technology, the flying cars, and then there's the world underneath. You know what I mean? Like, the lower world is is where the street rats live, and the the upper world, like, to the point where they have a space station where, like, the really elite live. Like, they actually st- station their societies like people that are above you are actually above you, it's, oh, so which like is kind of funny. Altered carbon. Um, but the other one I thought was interesting, and I, I don't think in the long stretch there's a lot of similarities, but the, the beginning of this, if you choose the Nomad Path, and the beginning of an uh, anime called Megalobox, mm. where you come from outside the city into the city... And Megalobox is also kind of based on technology. It's external, though, but it's a boxing game with, like, metal arms and stuff that just enhances you. And I saw a lot of similarities with that, so there's a lot that I'm actually excited about because both of those are great, great pieces of media.
0: And, and for me, I just... I'm excited to run around in a slightly different Deus Ex. <laughs> uh, Yeah, <a laughs> that's, bright,
2: that's
1: literally
0: all I've heard. It's like, finally, a polished DSX. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially going to be a bright... Very bright, very dark Deus Ex. Oh, look, a Watch Dogs that actually looks fun. Actually, that's true. I like Watch Dogs, though. I like the very techie games. I yeah, think when we record though, me. we've
2: actually played it, podcast, James is actually going to name it Deus Ex. I mean, Cyberpunk 77. Deus. Cyber X. Deus X.
0: Punk <laughs> X. So, If you are going to rate your excitement of 0 to 10, what would you rate it, Tyson?
1: I'm probably uh, sitting at a solid 8 right now.
0: Which is pretty good, actually. It is pretty
1: good. Like, uh, that 1.5 is just, it is a small uh, skepticism of the game, but I really think that they're going to blow me away.
2: Mine goes up to 11. Yours is 11? Oh, yeah. Once I started digging into it, I am legitimately hyped for the game.
0: I'm going to go with the realistic rating of 10. That's my excitement is mm-hmm. 10. And anyone's that isn't that, you're wrong. And then, like, turn yeah. off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I've am i been always excited about this game, but I knew it was, like, was going to have delays. It, they definitely didn't sound too sure that they were coming out. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to let it give it this time. We finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, I am feeling like this is going to be done. I can ensue my excitement and really get excited. And I'm every week we get closer, I'm probably just going to freak out about this so yeah. <laughs> every podcast welcome to the Cyberpunk 2077 podcast Yeah, brought to you by Cyberpunk uh, Geralt of oh my god <laughs> pretty much so this has been our preview episode of Cyberpunk 2077 it has been an awesome time talking to you guys and hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us and we will talk to you next time have a good day this is James and I'm Tyson and I'm a robot later bye Ah, yes, I see.
1: You've come here for the breaking. What a lovely voice.
0: Hey, everyone. This is James here, just here to promote some awesome merch. You can check out one of our best items, which is the bunny bitten hat at shop.bunnystrike.com. Or you can uh, find a link on our website at gamesrevealed.com. You can also check out quizzes, articles, and additional podcasts there. And you can also add to the discussion. So if you have something to add about the, let's say the podcast, whether you liked it, didn't like it, or what your thoughts on the game are, please go there and just make a comment. We love, definitely love positive feedback, but if you have some constructive feedback, please leave it. Uh, You can find links also in the description of the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get going to one of the best up and coming websites that has new features every week. Okay, catch you guys later.